Hi, hello, and welcome to this week's Billy Live Friday, or maybe you're listening to this on the Body I Love You podcast. Either way, I'm so excited that you found my voice today. My name is Sydney Robolata. I am the co-creator of Body I Love You, which is a community and a six-week course that literally teaches you how to love yourself. I feel like I say this every time because I do. I'm very excited about today's topic specifically because um, it's a very appropriate time for me to be having this conversation and that will make sense a, a bit later in in our conversation today. Um, but our topic for this week is actually anger and the body. This is a topic that I've been extremely passionate about as of late and it's for a number of reasons. But today we're going to discuss the actual like scientific impact that anger has on our body. I'm gonna throw in my two cents of a, uh, a transformation, if you will, that I've been experiencing when it comes to actually feeling and expressing anger. Um, and we're going to get into some different ideas or places to look when it comes to expressing it, exercising it, processing it in a healthy, productive way. Um, so first, I want to put on loudspeaker that it feels like anger is a semi-newer emotion for me in my life. <laughs> and I'm 31 years old, casual. And I say that because, and this is not the case for everyone. This is just, you know, how it's shown up for me. Um, but I stopped drinking alcohol uh, roughly a year and a half ago. And I noticed that in that process, I experienced tons of rage. I, I noticed I was and am fucking angry about everything and about nothing. Um, there's, there's definitely specific things that I feel anger towards, but it, it really just kind of feels like a, a blanketed sensation of me kind of unleashing all the injustices that I feel like I have experienced or bared witness to. Um, and, and that makes me extremely <laughs> angry and it's so hard to know what to do with that anger. And the interesting thing about anger is it really feels like it sneaks up on you a lot. There have been times when in my, in my brain, I feel like I'm totally, you know, okay and fine and, and wouldn't necessarily express myself as angry. And then something will come up where maybe, I don't know, like my husband didn't do something that he told me he was going to do. And all of a sudden I'm like slamming cupboard doors harder than I normally would. Or I, I just feel like I, I want to grunt really loudly, or I'm like, tightening my fists for no apparent reason. And it's kind of like, whoa, there's something happening in this body and what the hell is going on? And am I okay? And is this normal? Because again, it's, it's not something that I have like actively expressed for a very long time. And I actually, I think I want to get into that before we get into the actual impact or the effects. And again, everyone's going to be so different. Some people are going to hear my experience of anger and they're going to really resonate and others are going to have a very different experience. Of course, obviously we're humans. Nothing I will ever say here will land for everyone who, who listens. I'm a single individual and everyone is so unique. Um, but growing up and not even necessarily to say that this was the intention of, um, 
anyone involved in my upbringing. But anger felt like something that I actually wasn't allowed to experience. And I think that's the case for a number of reasons. First of all, I am an extremely patient, uh, pretty calm person. So that's just kind of always been in my space, so much so that that became an identifier for me at such a young age and and almost kind of formed into um, what I perceived as an expectation of like, yeah, when people look at me, they look to the chill, they look to the calm, they look to like the, thank God this one, uh, you know, isn't the squeaky wheel and she's chill and how easy. So it almost felt like whenever there were instances where I felt anger, it was kind of like, I can't really, you know, express that. It's my responsibility to be chill and easy. So I just wouldn't. And my my flavor of what I would do with that is um, I would totally swallow it, push it as deep down as I could. And it really wasn't a rare thing for me to just kind of like hang out in my room and cry and just cry about it because I didn't know what else to do. Um, so I, yeah, I just really felt like, you know, it, it wasn't my brand to express anger. I have an older brother and he is an extremely lively, um, vocal, he can be combative. He's just extremely opinionated and loud. And, um, he's always been that way. And he's been the one who has easier access to anger for sure. And I saw it create a lot of drama and a lot of stress. And so I kind of took it upon myself to quote unquote, learn from his mistakes, which I can see now that's not at all what was happening. Um, and, and to, you know, as to not be that way. I also want to obviously mention something that I mention a lot. And there's even a, a live or a podcast episode dedicated to this if you want to go hunt for it. But I want to mention something called the water in which we swim. And for anyone who's taken the body, I love you course, you're going to know exactly what it is that I'm talking about. When I refer to the water in which we swim, I refer to the society that we were all raised in. So if you're like me and you grew up in America and you are a, a female, we were raised in a patriarchy where men are seen as kind of the dominant or the standard and we all just kind of morph or mold our expectations around the expectations of, you know, the average uh, Christian white dude. That's that's how this country was founded in many ways. And still to this day, you see so many patterns of that uh, come up. Anger is seen as such a masculine emotion and sadness is seen as such a feminine emotion. And I feel like I really leaned into that from a young age. Um, it was seen as masculine. It was seen as like messy. And I was trained, be it by, uh, there's societal expectations. I'm sure my parents had a hand to play in that. I'm sure teachers had, a, a, you know, played a role in that. I'm sure even parents of my friends um, probably played a role in that. But even, you know, kind of on the bigger picture, there's the societal expectation that women are usually um, agreeable. We're in service of others. We prioritize others' needs and emotions over our own. We are uh, extremely intuitive in so many ways. So very often, if we're aware that our anger has negative impact on anyone around us, we're less likely to give ourselves permission to actually experience that, which sucks a lot. So there is really this kind of communal expectation that anger is bad and destructive. And it's something that we shouldn't allow ourselves to like get to that point. Um, and something that I see now is that 
Anger is 100% a normal human emotion. It's a non-negotiable. We're all going to experience it. And predictably, we're all going to experience it a lot in our lives. Whether you're like angry at the world for how the way things are going, whether you're angry at somebody who, you know, bumped into your car when you were in traffic, whether you're angry about taxes, I don't know, whatever the thing is, it's just anger is so predictable. And if you're like me, I used to just, I, I felt that anger and I would see it as like, whoa, I'm out of control or this is bad or this is scary or this feels awful. And I would try to do whatever I could to just uh, quickly eliminate that sensation. We're always trying to like, when we feel an uncomfortable human emotion, we're always so quick to like, okay, how can I get through this? How can I get past this? How can I get to the other side of this and or ignore this and shut this down so that I never have to look at it? And I want to point out that both of those mentalities um, aren't exactly healthy. Something that we've talked about on this podcast before is like toxic positivity or spiritual bypassing. Um, and spiritual bypassing points to this idea that like, you know, I'm in the transformational world. I'm in the self-help and development world. And I will be the first to tell you there is so much spiritual bypassing in my field. There's so much like if you're angry or if you're experiencing negative emotions, then you don't have peace within yourself. Then that's a projection. Then you have like work to do on yourself. And, you know, like you're a problem. And, um, you know, if you don't have inner peace at all times, then you're like fucking up in some way. And that's just not the case. Not only is anger so normal, anger is a sacred emotion. It, it, it truly is in so many ways. And I say that because all the things that I feel angry about actually come from a tremendous place of love. All the things that I'm angry about, all the injustices that like really irk me truly and like send rage through my veins throughout the day. It's because I care so much about people or I care so much about myself or I care so much about what I feel is right. And my anger comes from that place. It, I, I wouldn't experience anger to this degree if I weren't an extremely passionate person. Um, and, you know, it, it, there's a non-negotiable. There has to be some form of way that we can intentionally express that, like I said before, in a productive way. Another thing that I that I feel necessary to speak out about, about anger, some of you might be listening to this and you're like, oh my God, anger is way easier for me to access than sadness is. Um, I actually want to normalize that because really when we look at it, anger is almost like the, the shield of armor that's protecting the vulnerability of sadness. It, it really is like when we're angry, we're, we're the predator. We're on our defense. We're fighting back. That's It really is something that is designed within our human mechanism to protect us. And it's something really cool. And kind of going back parallelly to um, my point before, it being something that is, oh my God, I keep doing this, you guys. I literally just lose my train of thought in the middle of a sentence. Has this been happening to anyone else? I feel like I've been encountering a lot of people that it's been happening to. Protection of sadness, that's what I was pointing to. So being such a passionate person and, and my anger really stemming from a place of love, again, my, my passion about these injustices is kind of how I describe it. It's coming from a place of like, I, I would feel so, I, I feel so sad or I would feel so sad if that were to happen or, you know, these 
these things make me sad. And sometimes it's a lot easier to be on the defense than it is to really be vulnerable. Um, being vulnerable can feel extremely unsafe. And I, I totally hear that and normalize that. So anger, in a sense, allows us to protect that sadness. It's, it's even a shred of us feeling like we're in control of our emotions, because at least we're like, anger feels, anger feels more like we're doing something where sadness just kind of feels like we're, we're a little stagnant, um, which is so interesting. I want to get into like the actual, I did a little research folks. I did a little research today. I want to get into the actual impact that the sensation of anger has on our body. Um, and specifically I'm speaking to when we hold on to anger. So when I say when we hold on to anger, I'm pointing to if you're angry and you aren't allowing yourself the spaciousness to actually like declare or experience that anger, if nobody around you knows or understands that you're angry, if you are effectively trying your best to ignore that sensation, then this is the impact that anger can have on the body. I'm not talking about everyday anger here. If you are someone who is vocal and communicative and like really putting uh, intentionality into expressing it um, and actually processing it the impact is a bit different. So one of the first things that I came across is anger is totally predictable to create headaches, um, which when we kind of look at it, it that makes so much sense. Um, we put like pressure on our, on our head. Sometimes anger comes from this place of like feeling overwhelmed. Um, it's like an overwhelming sensation. So totally normal for that to create headaches for us. It can also lead to high blood pressure um, it can up your risk of having a stroke. It actually weakens your immune system. It can, of course, this might make a lot of sense to people. It can increase your anxiety. And it's actually also linked to depression, which I feel speaks volumes to the point that I just made before this list, which is that, um, you know, anger essentially in so many ways is just kind of us protecting our sadness. I even think I had a client say to me one time, that anger is unprocessed sadness and depression or something along those lines, which is such an interesting rabbit hole to kind of dive down and, and self-reflected. So again, it, it, it is known to increase anxiety and it is also linked to depression. I have both, LOL. Um, it actually creates inflammation in our airways so that it does uh, impact our lungs. It, it impacts our lung capacity. It was really interesting going through these studies. There was also another study that studied couples, um, couples that they would kind of classify themselves as what they refer to as like who hold on to their anger versus couples who express their anger in the moment. And they noticed that the couples who held on to their anger actually had a shorter lifespan. So it literally decreases your lifespan in so many ways. It has tremendous impact on your actual health. We're not even talking about mental health at this point on your, on your physical bodily health. It has an incredible impact. And our body is so wise. That's something that I talk about so often on this podcast, because obviously it's called body. I love you. And, uh, I love my body because my body loves me first <laughs> and my body truly holds so much wisdom. My body truly is so wise. Notice how, when you're like walking past a dark alley at night and your entire body like tenses up, 
and you have that feeling of like being on alert, all your senses are heightened. Uh, you're, you're kind of like on the defense. You, that is your survival mechanism that exists inside of your body. We have that because we used to be running from lions and tigers and bears and in survival situations. And just in our evolution, so many of us have created a life of convenience. You know, I, I live, I live in this apartment. I live in this city. I, I have so many things that are laid out for me. I, I always know where my next meal is coming from. I'm not having to protect myself from predators at any given time. I can sleep peacefully at night because, you know, I know that, you know, there's not animals out there trying to, to hunt me down. So when it comes to our survival mechanism these days, different things trigger it. Again, we're not like running from a literal beast where we're running from ourselves or our past or healing our trauma, or we're running from just like things that maybe scare us outside social anxiety, um, you know, self-esteem issues. It's just our, our survival mechanism is triggered by so many other things. And so much of that can lead to, you know, what our body tells us about anger. So uh, this is super valuable. And I want to get into what it even means or looks like to express anger in, like I said, a healthier, productive way. And again, I'm, I'm one single human. There's no way on in, in the, in the world that I am going to have the perfect answer for everyone who is listening to this. Uh, the way that I choose to do it is the way that I choose to do it based on a number of things that I'll get more clear about. But when it comes to feeling anger for you, a great place to look when it comes to how can you effectively process and exercise it is where do you actually feel it in your body? Maybe when you're feeling angry, you notice your jaw clenches up um, or like you like kind of grind your teeth together. Maybe your heart starts beating really fast and you kind of like feel it in your chest. Maybe you feel like, kind of sick and like seething in your stomach. Um, maybe you, you tighten your hands up into fists and you feel it, you feel it in your fists. Wherever you feel it in your body, and it can be more than one location, is a super great place to start looking when it comes to how you actually want to express that. If you feel anger in like your jaw, your mouth, your throat, chances are that there is something for you to say that hasn't yet been said. So we can look at that through like, you know, kind of like the spiritual emotional realm, which could look like a writing exercise, which sometimes when I'm experiencing anger, a writing exercise can do it. Sometimes when I'm experiencing anger, I don't want to fucking do a writing exercise. I want to hit shit. I want to, I want to, I want to unleash, unleash this beast. And I'm not going to do that holding a pen to paper. So sometimes it could be a simple like, hey, I'm going to regurgitate all of my negative, uncomfortable thoughts, feelings, body sensations on a piece of paper right now. And then after you can even express a little anger with that as well, you could rip it up, you could light it on fire in a safe way, of course, um, any way that you want to dispose of it in a way that can allow you to, to exercise your anger could be extremely valuable. Um, another way, if we're looking at how, to, how you experience it in your, your jaw, mouth, throat, in a literal sense, is like screaming uh, or yelling. Scream therapy is a thing, and it's a thing for a very good reason. This is actually another reason I've spoken to this before, but I curse a lot. 
And um, it's something that truly has been an evolution in my coaching. I'm not going to lie. I literally remember years ago, I brought to my coach. This is like one of my first years of coaching. I was like, am I allowed to curse in front of my clients? (laughs) Which first of all, asking my coach permission to be who I am is just a really funny concept to me now. But her response was, oh my gosh, like you're going to, you're going to find your people who love that you curse. You're going to find people who like hire you because you curse and like, that's going to be your thing. And that's going to be amazing. And I have definitely gotten critique before uh, for my cursing. Some people say that they, you know, can't really process my message because they can't get behind my curse words, which is totally fine. Thank God there's so many other beautiful coaches uh, doing something similar to what I'm doing who don't have the mouth of a sailor. But uh, that's who I am, baby. That's who I am. And and I, I really, you know, kind of after receiving that critique, I asked myself, like, okay, so what is it about cursing that that feels so authentic to me? Like, like what feels good about it? Do I feel cool? Or like, what's what's going on there? The answer is, it's not that it makes me feel cool. I was looking up the scientific impact of cursing, and it actually literally releases adrenaline when you're speaking to those words. And of course the words aren't like magical themselves. It's because we in our patriarchal system relate to them as you know naughty words um, or words that you know just kind of carry a bit more energy. And when we speak these words, when we yell or say these words, we release adrenaline. There's been so many interesting studies where they have caused people like minor amounts of pain and certain groups would be allowed to curse and other groups would not be allowed to curse. And for the group of people who were allowed to use curse words when they experienced pain, they actually reported feeling less pain than the people who weren't allowed to curse. So when we release that adrenaline, that is us processing anger and emotion Um, and truly releasing those emotions in a healthy way. So I curse because of science. (laughs) I curse, I curse because uh, truly it is cathartic for me and I can feel release and connectivity when I do it. It's extremely intentional. So if cursing is your jam, definitely a cool way to express uh, anger. And obviously we're talking about this through a healthy way. I'm not saying walk outside of your home and just, you know, cuss out the first person you see on the street. Of course, that's not what I'm talking about. But maybe screaming into a pillow, be it just like good old fashioned screaming or screaming curse words. Something that I do is I'll like lock myself in my bathroom and I'll I'll look at myself in the mirror, knowing that I'm not talking to myself. And I'm talking to whoever I wish I was talking to. And I just fucking unleash you guys. I just let the person in the mirror have it. And I say all the things and I say it as, as gross as I can. And I use all the name calling and I just say all the things because the fact of the matter is, is that I'm having such an intense experience around it. I need to let that out in some way, shape or form. I'm not always committed to the people who I'm angry at to hear what my internal anger sounds like. I actually don't want them to, because chances are that's not how I actually feel at any given moment. I'm usually just frustrated in a moment and you know, humans are crazy and we do crazy things. So it's super important to get that stuff out. Again, that's for anyone who experiences it, maybe in like the the mouth, throat region, there's probably something for you to say that has not yet been said. So either saying the thing, writing the thing, um, you know, kind of playing improv with yourself or or role-playing with yourself is valuable or, you know, good old fashioned scream therapy into a pillow, um, into, you know, 
anything that would make it so that if you have neighbors, you're not concerning anyone of your well-being. Or maybe if you go out on a, uh, a camping trip, a dispersed camping trip where you have a lot of spaciousness, that's definitely something that I've done before. It feels crazy how foreign it feels to just fucking scream and like not have to worry about anyone hearing you or be concerned. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, if you are somebody who feels anger in your fists, then chances are your body wants to express anger in a very physical way. So I have definitely uh, punched pillows or my couch in the soft spots, of course. Please be so careful if you're doing this. Um, another thing that I've done, sometimes this helps, sometimes it doesn't, but actually just kind of pushing against a wall, just really like pushing just like shoving as hard as I can it's a wall that wall's not going anywhere so it's a really kind of like concrete place for me to like really kind of push and and force and let that out physically um and that has been very cathartic at times as well sometimes it's not the thing sometimes I actually want to fucking like hit and or break something I do have a heavy bag um I've definitely bruised knuckles in the past because I need to work on my technique but yeah, hitting, hitting on that heavy bag has been really uh, important to me sometimes. And, and it's crazy to acknowledge how you feel before and how you feel directly after as well when you're kind of like out of breath. The, the breathing of things too is so important, really like breathing within your anger, making sure that you are you know taking care of your body, taking care of your lungs is such an important thing. This actually kind of gets me into why this is a uh, interesting time for me to be having this conversation. And I'm going to be vague on purpose because this is an extremely personal, intimate conversation for me to have. And I'm super aware that like anyone can listen to this right now. I really love and appreciate the community that we've built here. And I get such beautiful feedback from you guys when it comes to um, this podcast or these lives or just these conversations in general and how my openness and vulnerability and willingness to share actually leads to uh, more of a willingness for you as well. That's really important to me. And of course, I love myself and boundaries are so important. And um, I'm thinking about maybe doing a Patreon someday where I get a bit more into these topics um, with a community who maybe has a bit more skin in the game just to kind of, you know, create even a, a further level of, of trust. Because I know that this topic is extremely important and unfortunately extremely fucking relatable. Um, so I think it's important to speak to. But again, here I will be vague and that is on purpose. Um, but today, actually, uh, marks the anniversary of a really shitty day, of a really um, traumatic day for me. And when it comes to how I wake up on this day, um, I never really know how I'm going to feel. I remember like the first year I actually felt really good and strong and and that was a surprise and I, I you know, didn't really see that coming. Um, the year after, I remember waking up feeling extremely angry, so angry. I felt pretty sad as well. And this was a life-changing experience for me, actually, when I, when I woke up angry on this day. 
the reason why it was so life-changing is because I actually had a session scheduled with my personal trainer. I feel like I've told this story on the podcast before, but again, it's, it's valuable. So here we go. Um, I was working with a personal trainer at the time and uh, we, you know, he, he's just so great in so many ways. And in terms of like how to exercise, he's so professional. He's certainly never somebody that I've been like vulnerable with. So I, I wasn't really sure how this was going to go, but I, I texted him in the morning and I said, Hey, you know, today's the anniversary of a, a bad day. Um, I'm feeling extremely angry. Everything in me wants to cancel our session for today and just kind of sit in my bed and feel sorry for myself, which would have been totally okay. Um, but something in my gut was telling me that my, my, my body actually wanted to do something about the anger. So I simply pitched the question of like, I, I do feel extremely angry today. Is this something that we could work through in our session? And he kind of scared the shit out of me. He just wrote me back and said, I got you. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant. And I get to the gym and I see all this equipment out on the floor and it's not uncommon for me to see that stuff. I always see it and I see other people using it and I get jealous. It was, it was like the huge tire and like sledgehammer and like these like medicine balls attached to ropes. If ever I saw it, I'd be like, oh, that looks so fun. I'm so jealous. And I walk in and all that equipment is for me. And I, I just instantly started like laughing and I got nervous and I, you know, it was, it was intense. And he took me through this exercise where each movement was designed intentionally to release those emotions and for me to actually express anger. And he was super great. And like, I want you to, to grunt as loud as you can when you do this one or, or yell or scream or whatever it is that you need to do. And that was really intense, you guys, especially for somebody who a vast majority of my life, I've viewed it truly as like, I'm not allowed to express anger. So to go from that to now being in the situation where I'm being encouraged to be loud and messy and fucking mad, it was, I, I can't even describe the sensation. It was so freeing and uh, scary and intense and foreign. It felt really just not anything that I've ever done. And so we finally get to this exercise. I did not see this being the one I'm actually very curious to, if, if there's any science behind this one, but we we're doing this exercise where I was standing up against a wall. I had a back, I had my back to the wall and there was a pretty heavy medicine ball attached to a rope. And I was to simply swing the medicine ball to hit both sides of the wall on either side of me, if that makes sense. Um, so it's, it's just, it's a very like tough motion on the arms and also the abs are really engaged there. And he encouraged me to like, every time I hit the wall to like grunt and, um, yeah, there's, there's very little like momentum in that it, it was a really interesting exercise. And I notice I'm maybe like a dozen reps into this exercise and I start to slowly build up the sensation of like, oh my God, I'm about to sob. I'm about to cry so hard. And it was very uncomfortable because again, I'm just, my poor personal trainer is just sitting here. of like, I'm just trying to help these people exercise. Like, I, and I'm such an emotional person. And I just, again, sometimes I feel a need to apologize for that. And I know that it's nothing to apologize for. So I start uncontrollably, I'm, continuing to do the exercise, 
but I start uncontrollably sobbing while I'm doing it. And my trainer, Ernest, bless his heart, wasn't even phased by my tears, which is like the coolest thing he could have done in that moment. He just, he didn't skip a beat. He was like, that's right, let it out. You're allowed to cry in this gym, better out than in. This is the release. This is a good thing. And it was just, it was crazy. It was a crazy, I've never experienced an intentional like release like that in my life. And it, it was really intense and it was really important. And afterwards the session, it was really vulnerable. Cause I'm like, whoa, you just saw something that like I've never even seen before. So like, whoa, that was intense. And, um, and I came back a few days later for another session. And I just remember up front just being so thankful to him. Um, and I was like, Hey, I just really wanted to say like, thank you for the other day. I'm so used to using exercise as punishment to my body, like for, for eating things or for, you know, not exercising or whatever exercise for me has always been punishment. And during our last session, I literally used it as medicine. And that was something I've never experienced before. Like what a, what a crazy thing. And that was really cool for him to hear too. Cause he shared with me that he's also somebody who uses exercises as punishment and for, for a personal trainer to really understand that exercise is medicine is extremely, extremely important. So I just cannot get over what a, what a big deal that was for me. And, uh, I feel like my ability to give myself permission to actually feel my feelings, regardless of how uncomfortable they were, it was, that was huge. The year after that, I wanted to kind of, uh, after that year, I realized like, I don't want to just kind of wait for the heavy emotions to happen. And then in a vulnerable place, be stuck of like, eh, how can I, you know, healthily express this? Cause sometimes we just don't have it in us to like, yes, I'm so upset. Let me grab my tools. Let me grab my toolbox of tools and use one of my shiny tools. Sometimes we're upset. We're just fucking mad at the world. And sometimes we don't want to feel better in the moment. We just, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of sit and uh, throw a, pity party for ourselves, which again, I am pro pity party. I truly am. I'm pro pity, pity party. Um, so long as there is a, another side to it, not even another side. Cause I don't want anyone to hear that, but like you have to get through to the other side. But what I'm referring to is we don't want to live in a place of victimhood, but sometimes our brain and our body and our inner child just need someone to sit with us for a second and be like, this fucking sucks. Let's be sad about it for a second. So it's really cool to be able to, to hold that spaciousness for yourself. So I didn't want to just wait around and wait for these emotions to hit before I did anything about it. So um, this year, not this year, but the year that I'm referring to, I had already scheduled with a few girlfriends of mine, a rage room session um, which I was so excited about. And I was just, you know, my group of girlfriends are just the coolest humans on the planet. And it was so cool that they were, you know, willing to do this with me and also for themselves. I'm not the only human who expresses anger because I went through something shitty. We're obviously, you know, going through emotions of anger all the time. So we did this rage realm. Um, something that I learned about myself, this might be valuable to some people. So listen up. I am actually extremely sensitive to loud noises. And that's something that has always been the case for me, but I've never again, kind of like given myself permission for that to be okay. I always kind of just had judgment that like, I'm just being a baby. 
I never really understood what it felt like to feel overstimulated until I had that vocabulary of like, oh, I feel overstimulated. That's what this sensation is. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like I am releasing or being productive with these emotions. So I noticed that the rage room left a lot to be desired for me because the equipment that we were working with was very loud. It was a lot of like glass and plastics and um, we had like metal, you know, like throw bars and just like metal bars to like hit this stuff with. And it's actually was not cathartic for me in any way. It didn't, it, I, I didn't get what I was looking for from that. So that was just interesting for me to sit with of like, wait, I, I did something intentional to express this in a very, you know, bodily way. Why isn't this uh, hitting as hard as, as when I did that, that workout session that one time. And one of the answers is, is because the the loud noise just totally takes me out of it. Um, and there, there is something to say, I can't really think about how to like really vocalize this, but the, the depths of hitting like a medicine ball to like a hard ground, there's something deep about that impact versus like the tink <laughs> kind of sensation of like a metal bar hitting like a plastic there's some people who are going to hear me say that and say, what the fuck are you talking about? And other people are going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. So it's just, we all experience anger and how we're able to express it in such different ways. Your brain is so unique. So it is so important to figure out what it is your brain actually needs. So this year I scheduled a session this year, this year, meaning today, tomorrow, I scheduled another session with this trainer who I haven't worked with in a couple of years now. Um, but I scheduled a group, what we're calling a rage session. So I got a group of my girlfriends together and we all signed up for this hour long exercise that he is going to facilitate again. And he's very clear that the assignment is I am feeling rage. Let's work through it. And um, so I get to do that tomorrow, actually. And I feel actually very excited about it. I woke up today and again, today's the anniversary and I felt like it didn't, um, the sensations don't feel overpowering. I don't feel like a victim today. I don't feel fragile today. I feel somebody who is like in the driver's seat and like at cause, uh, is how I've heard it be phrased before, just really at cause rather than being at the effect of my situation. It feels really good that I can advocate for myself in a way that like I started planning this like over a month ago and it just feels really cool to know that I have my own back in that way of not only do I have my community of people, not only do I have this, you know, personal trainer who understands the assignment, I have my, myself to thank um, for setting a space and creating intentionality in actually working through this stuff. So that's what I get to do tomorrow. And I am very, very excited and looking forward to it. And it's gonna be so interesting doing this uh, with a community of women as well. We scheduled it during a time that there's not gonna be anybody else at the gym. So we don't get uh, you know, shy when it comes to being as loud or as crazy as we want. But it's gonna be so interesting to kind of observe other women in my life and how they express anger. My prediction is that the anger that is expressed up front 
is going to be a little giggly because I know that I'm not alone when it comes to how weird and just strange and different it feels to express anger. And I think especially amongst women, again, there's this tone that like, we're not allowed or like it's crazy or, you know, we're like unhinged or it's too masculine or it's just like, it's too insane of an emotion to express. So my prediction is that up top, it's going to be a little like, ah, and then we kind of like giggle about it. My hope is that each person really gives themselves permission to get deep within themselves when it comes to what noises their body feels called to make, what emotion their body feels called to express, saying anything you want, curse words are encouraged, just fucking like really, really going for it. Um, and it, it, it feels like a really sacred space. And, uh, and truly, I do acknowledge myself for creating that, not just for the impact of, you know, the people who are coming, but first and foremost, frankly, you guys, for myself, it feels really cool to have created that community. So I really want you to get curious, first of all, around your relationship to anger. And a great place to look there is what was anger like in your household growing up? Was it rampant? Was it everywhere? Um, did nobody get angry and everyone was really like passive aggressive? Um, was there one angry person that everyone else just kind of like tiptoed around um, as to not, uh, you know, make the explosion go? So it's really valuable to observe what your experience was in your household growing up of what anger was like. We usually... Um, go down the same road and we kind of express the same patterns as what we saw growing up, or we overcorrect and do the exact opposite. Um, or for some people, it's both. I know that growing up, my, my dad, I very, very, very seldom saw him angry. And uh, I know that that's a little rare, um, but I, I never really saw him too angry. He was very, uh, calm and sometimes that was valuable and sometimes you could definitely tell he was keeping things in and um again my brother was uh pretty angry and there there was a sensation to it that always felt like that's a lot oh my god I would never want to cause that amount of stress so I'm never going to get like that whatever so it could be a combination for you I would even invite you to take this to uh, a journal entry, a journal prompt. What was your experience of anger like in your household growing up? How did your family experience anger? How did you experience anger? How do you experience anger today? This is, it's giving shadow work energy and um, shadow work truly is such a beautiful way to help ourselves heal um, and process this stuff. And again, I want to go over acknowledging where you feel anger in your body. Is it your head? Is it your mouth? Is it your stomach? Is it your fists? And whatever sensation that is, I want you to like truly get in touch with your body and ask your body, what do you need to express this? What do you need to process this? We have all been trained that suppressing our anger is the good, right thing that keeps things at bay. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to be too much. And what I am telling you with conviction right now is that we've been lied to, and that's actually not the healthy thing that actually doesn't help us truly to our core. It helps us be more submissive. 
It helps us not get our needs met. It helps us, you know, with our lower self-worth and living a life where we truly believe that everybody else's wants, needs, and priorities are ahead of ours. And that's just not what's happening here, folks. We just, we deserve so much more. We deserve to normalize our own humanity. We will experience anger for the rest of our days. It's not a matter of if, we will. What will you do? What will you do when it comes to actually expressing it? Uh, in a way that truly actually benefits you. It's not just your mental sanity that's on the line here. We're talking about your health. And it's an important thing. Again, your body holds so much wisdom. We just have to shut up for a second and create some space and intentionality to actually listen to what our bodies are telling us. I... We'll give an update next week on how my rage session tomorrow goes. Um, I'm really excited to, yeah, to see what that experience is like. If anybody else has come across any other coping mechanisms that have helped with your anger or even just something that you've heard, anything that you feel excited about when it comes to experiencing or processing anger, please comment below. We would love to hear them. If there was anything around anger that I haven't mentioned in this conversation, and it's not to say that I'll, I'll you know, know exactly what to say or what to comment on, um, but please comment below. There could be something that I'm able to support you with. And if not, then I get to kind of dive deeper and, and do a little more research on this, on this angry journey that I'm on. I hope there was value for all of you in this conversation. Remember your anger is sacred. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you, you know, the villain. It, it is sacred. It comes from a place of passion. It comes from a place of love. It is there. It is designed to protect your heart, to protect your vulnerability. There's something so sacred about it. It deserves attention. It deserves to be processed. Stay angry, folks. Thank you so much for joining me today. I thoroughly enjoyed getting into this topic with all of you, and I look forward to seeing you all on the next Billy Live Friday or our next episode of the Body I Love You podcast. For those of you who don't know, we actually have a live Body I Love You. Sorry, I didn't mean to say live. We actually have a virtual Body I Love You group that is going to be launching July 19th. Uh, so that's going to be on a Wednesday. Again, this is a six-week course. You can go to our website, bodyiloveyou.com. There's so much information there in terms of dates and cost and testimonials and description of the course. You have access to our podcast there. Or you can comment below or DM me. And I am more than happy to schedule a no-strings-attached chat, just a phone conversation. I could literally talk about this stuff all day. And I want to get to know you and I want to... I want to see where you're at in your relationship with your body. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. I will see you next time.